When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on. Throw down $5 on these NCAA tournament games. You get $200 in free plays. That simple, that easy. All right. I literally got home about eight minutes ago. My guy Jason Shear, though, did not get home eight minutes ago. He's been home all day. We're going to talk all NCAA tournament brackets here. Got a bunch of people on already with a bunch of comments. All right. Shear, first and foremost, you sent me the brackets. And the first thing I looked at was who's the number one seed, who's the number four seed. Those are always the ones that are, excuse me, the number two and the number four. I love the fact that Villanova is Arizona's number two or the the two seed in Arizona's region. I think Arizona smacks Villanova. Yeah, I think Villanova, while they have really good guards, I think you have to have some sort of bigs in order to beat Arizona. And they're just not good enough in that regard. It'd be a fun game, though. Yeah, a fun game, but I look at it, though, and again, when you're small, I don't think that you have a great opportunity to beat in Arizona. I really don't. I mean, because the height just starts to wear on you after a while, and even against good teams, when you've got a, when you've got two seven-footers that are always out there on the court, and you're going 6'8", six, 6'8", eight, six, eight, that can work for a half, but mm, it gets a little bit more difficult after that year. Yeah, I think the issue is that, like with Tommy Lloyd, what he's shown he can do is when teams go small, he can still stick with that big lineup because Umar and Christian Coloco are pretty mobile. Right. So just because Villanova played small doesn't mean that Arizona would play small also. Um, You know, they get there's Coloco, we've seen, can guard any position on the court, basically. Right. And then if Arizona does need to go small, uh, they're still good. Like they still have the roster that can win games going small. So. (laughs) 
there's no more difficult team in the country to match up with in Arizona. That's all right. Now, before we get go forward, let's go uh, backwards a little bit. We were we haven't been able to really talk since the uh, NCAA tournament, or excuse me, since last night. By the way, I called Shear at two a.m. on uh, Friday night, talking with him about basketball. Shear answered the phone, and you, I could tell you he was, know it was two a.m. You thought it was one a.m. because it was one a.m. in Vegas, right? Uh, yeah, but you know what? I didn't really care because I knew you were up because you were responding to me. Plus, you had the green little arrow on Facebook. So uh, yeah, I'm always up. All right, so. Arizona UCLA. First and foremost, a lot of people are dismiss or, or it's impossible for me to dismiss this win because Arizona or excuse me UCLA, we can just be honest here, is damn good. There is a team that you and I were talking about as I was uh, coming home and again, I wasn't driving, I was texting though, um with uh, and I think UCLA is going to make the Elite 8 and you know what? UCLA in that second half ran out of gas, and that's what happens against teams like Arizona. Yeah, UCLA, I, I think they're really good. I'm. We disagree. I think that game, I, I think they'll win, but I think that game against St. Mary's, St. Mary's matches up with them. Um, they can play that grinding pace that UCLA is going to want to play, and the biggest concern I have about UCLA is the bigs. I mean, Cody Riley's not the same guy as he was last year at all. Um, and then it, it Miles Johnson can't score. With that being said, UCLA is really good. And like you said in the second half, I think Arizona just wore on them. Like mm -hmm. there was like they just those bigs got in foul trouble. And um Coloco, you know, Jaime Hawkwa is having to score on Christian Coloco almost every time down court is exhausting. And Arizona, Mick Cronin said Arizona played harder and they did, but I think a big part of that was conditioning and the fact that Arizona was able to play harder. All right, Christian Coloco. We need to talk about him right here. Um, I was texting a little bit back and forth. Uh, uh, Matt Muehlbach and I generally go over matchups before the game. Um, and he's going to be on tomorrow, by the way. And he said, I think they're going to put Coloco on Hawkes. And I said, I, I don't see that necessarily working. I know it worked the first game because Hawkes wasn't playing well. I get all of that. But sure, Hawk. Christian Coloco on win in winning time was on Hawkes the entire time. Is there another seven footer in the country that you could put on an all American type player like that? No, there's not. And I mean, there's good defenders. Kofi's a big guy and one of the better centers. Oscar over at Kentucky is a really good defender, but they're not the type of mobile defender that Coloco is. I, I mean, we saw it uh, in the Oregon game when he guarded Will Richardson on the last possession. We saw it when he guarded a, you know, six, seven, whatever he is, you know, undersized power forward um, and did so well. And like at UCLA, if they were smarter, maybe would have backed it out and um, tried to attack Coloco off the dribble. But even then he holds his own. And the fact mm -hmm. is he can guard what, like four positions. And I don't want him guarding my point guard, but if he's guarding like a six, seven wing, I'm, I'm almost cool with it at this point. Right. All right. Let's Tina has a great, great question here. Unis are a big part of the Arizona basketball fan experience. She said, I've heard the players to decide what unis they are going to wear. Anyone know if that's true? Is that true, Sheer? Uh, I don't know. I have to ask. I mean, I assume it's just higher seed is the home team. Right. That's uh, I think, yeah, I think you're probably right on that. Okay. So anyways, Arizona now is number one seed. Everything is restored. Before we get into what we're looking ahead through in the tournament, Tommy Lloyd, how make make the case for him not being the national coach of the year. 
There is. And, and again, is the, <laughs> let me ask you, is the, it's like to me, Sheer, I'm sorry because I'm going to get a little excited here. It's like trying to tell a Chicago Bulls fan that Michael Jordan isn't the best player in in franchise history. There is no case. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it's, I kind of went on one last night because it's like, you know, P- Providence lost by like 100 to Brayton. And Arizona right. won, you know, the tournament. They won. And it's like, the argument for Ed Cooley is that Providence hasn't been good and he built them up and brought them to this point. But the problem is that Providence hasn't been good because he hasn't been good. <laughs> like, it's his fault that they were picked to finish eighth uh, in the conference. It wasn't Tommy Lloyd's fault that Arizona was picked to finish fourth. It was because people thought that's, you know, where they were kind of in. I mean, to win your conference tournament and your regular season conference, to take a young team and win at Illinois. And the thing that really gets me with Cooley is that he didn't play UConn twice. They didn't play, uh, and they didn't play another game against Seton Hall and another game against Creighton. They won on winning percentage. Villanova had two more wins. Providence just didn't pay, play a full conference season. Right. All right. So, again, to me, Tommy Lloyd, coach of the year. Now, Kirk Carissa doesn't play. And uh, um, second row up. By the way, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be in San Diego uh, this coming week. Guess who else is going to be in San Diego? That attractive man to my le- right, right there. Are we going to go to SeaWorld on uh, Thursday? Ah, dude, I'm down. Is Shelby going, or is it just you? Nah, just me. All right. Well, you know what? Two working, <laughs> two a working working trip for both of us right here. Okay. Kirk, or excuse me, Justin Kyer. Is there a better backup option in the entire country at point guard than what he can provide for you out there? Kirk Creesa has made me look foolish many times, along with Pella Larson. My bad Pella is going to be my next T-shirt that comes out. But when Kyer is out there, and he was in a lot of foul trouble, obviously, as was the rest of the team, a lot of things weren't going well. But if sure, this team can still beat anybody if Justin Kyer is the starting point guard. Yeah, and the thing with Kyer is, he doesn't have to go. He can score. We, we saw that he could score, but he doesn't have to go out there and score 20 points. He needs to run the offense, play defense, and not turn the ball over. Right. And if he finishes with four points, three assists, and no turnovers, that's fine because that's right. not his job. And in good defense, he's he's done his job. Mm-hmm. And so are they as good uh, as they are with Kirk Risa? No. I know that's always the popular argument when stuff like this happens. They're better with Kirk Risa. He's a starting point guard for a reason. But God forbid something happens. All of a sudden, after seeing Kyer play, you're not like, well, Arizona's done without Kirk Risa. And now you're like, okay, you know, it's it sucks, but Arizona's good enough. All right. What team worries you now? Let's get ahead to the big picture here because Arizona basketball is about what happens in March. We're not about to sweet 16s here. We're about getting to that third weekend right here. Looking in this bracket, which team worries you the most? Because I'm curious if we have the same team. I'm going to surprise you here. The team that would worry me the most out of all the possible games is Houston. Right. And the reason it's Houston is twofold. Number one, Kelvin Sampson is a really good coach. And mm-hmm. if I have to put Arizona game planning um, against Kelvin Sampson or Brad Underwood, right. I'm taking Kelvin Sampson. And you're playing Houston and San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So to me, that is actually one of the more difficult matchups. I'm not really worried about Illinois. Uh, because obviously I don't think that match it would happen. Tennessee is good, but you know they play up that revenge factor. Uh, so for me, it's actually Houston. Okay. I, and I like Kelvin Sampson. You know I like Kelvin Sampson, so we're not getting out of this one. I also don't see any way that 
you always look at it and you wonder to yourself, who is the uh, who is the eight eight to nine seed, right? It, you always wonder in that uh, in that first uh, that first weekend. There's always an eight to nine seed that you know generally worries you a little bit. I don't worry about these eight to nine seeds. I I understand why. I will say this: Seton Hall with their size would be able physically to match Arizona. They're not agreed with that, but. Um, with that being, can they beat Arizona? I guess with a, uh, I, TCU, I'd rather play TCU than Seton Hall. I think Seton Hall can be one of those one, eight games that are a little closer than people expect, but do I expect either of them to beat Arizona? No, I don't expect that to be either. All right. We're Let's get to a bunch of questions right here. Uh, first and foremost, want to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook app code word PHNX. You throw down $5 on a uh, throw down $5 on an NCAA tournament game. Your team wins. You get $200 in free plays. That simple, that easy. If you want to back the A this week and you're a new customer only, eligibility restrictions apply. Arizona only, 21 and up. Uh, what a gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They get you taken care of. But if you want to back the A, go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app and put down that 5 bucks. Get those $200 in free plays right there. All right, let's get to some questions right here. We've got a bunch of people ask about Kirk Creasa right here. Uh, Sheer, you're the insider behind the scene guy. Um, I think you and I are kind of hearing the same thing, but what are you hearing? I think he plays this week. It's And, and mm-hmm. from what I understand, it is different than Tubelis. It is not the same injury. It's, it doesn't sound like it was as bad. But it is during the season, it would be an injury that would keep him out probably an extra week as opposed to now. Uh, now he's going to play. That's just mm-hmm. it. And it's a matter of maybe they play him 10 minutes on Friday and pay him 25 on Sunday. Maybe they sit him out on Friday. But I would be really surprised if Kirk does not play Sunday's game. All right. I don't want to be the harbinger of bad news here. You and I have talked about this. Um, we don't like talking about it, but I was asked by a lot of different people about this. So I do need to ask. Um, two things is Dalen Terry playing himself into an NBA uh, onto an NBA roster next season. And the same for Christian Coloco. Uh, yes to both, right? Like Dalen Terry has been unreal, uh, against UCLA on the biggest stage in the national game. He went nuts and was the best player on the court mm-hmm. and, uh, and played point guard, which the versatility that he has, uh, is what NBA teams want. Like he may not be a starter his rookie year, but if you draft him to be kind of a Swiss army knife, you, you can do much worse than Dalen Terry. Uh, Christian Coloco is an interesting one. I don't think he has a big offensive game. I think if he came back next year, uh, he would kind of have his offensive game expanded, but he's another guy like he's a shot blocker and he's guarding guards for mm-hmm. centers. Right. So, they're both NBA players. It just depends on when they're going to be. Yeah, NBA I mean, like, the guys go when they're not ready. If you're asking right. me if they're ready, I'd probably come back another year selfishly, but you know, if they entered the draft, would they both be first round picks? Yeah, there's probably a really well, good. Well, Jason, you would come back because you already got that Wildcat Authority money. You don't need well, to leave. The NIL makes it much easier to come back, though. Like, Austin is getting 500 grand in NIL money, at least. So By the way, real quick, I haven't seen Bruno in about five days. Bruno, come over here real quick. Come here, bud. People want to see you real quick. Here's Bruno. And if, you don't, if you're bored by this, I don't really care. Look at hey, buddy, this is my man. guy right here. I haven't seen Bruni in about four days. He's hanging out with his dad at the book festival. Okay. All right. So now, Tennessee, that's obviously the three seed in the region. Everybody's, everybody's uh, worried about Tennessee. 
I still can't get over what I mean, saw in Knoxville. And here, and I take a different approach than what others do. I was listening to Matt Jones on the way uh, on the way back yesterday. Matt Jones clearly didn't watch the game because he said, if you're Tennessee, you got to feel really comfortable about uh, how you match up with Arizona. No, you don't feel good about how you match up with Arizona because anybody that watched that game knew two things. Arizona played maybe its worst game of the season got totally hosed by the officiating and still was in a position to win with two minutes left. I feel very comfortable if Arizona has to play Tennessee this year. And John Fulkerson played the greatest game of his life. Correct. And Arizona still had an opportunity to tie or win at the end right. of the regulation. Uh, I mean, I said it after the time. I can't back off now that if Arizona and Tennessee played on a neutral court, Arizona would win by double digits. I, I dude, I'm not gonna agree. I couldn't agree with that one Local more. will be better on Fulkerson. They'll try a different strategy on him. They kind of laid off and dared him to shoot. They won't do that anymore. Uh, Dalen on Vesca, and it, you're you're good. I, I just think that they're they're. I think Tennessee's good. Uh, I've said Tennessee's good all year, but I just Arizona matches up fine with them. What are your thoughts around the other one? This is one. Does Kansas have the easiest region of any of the one seeds by yeah, a mile? Don't, don't they? I don't even think it's close. Right. I mean, as soon as I saw their bracket, I said they're walking. I don't right. even know. I mean, I you look at their bracket. I think you know it's yeah. Like I I look at it and it's like okay, which of these teams um you know could beat them and it's it's difficult to say. Yeah, for sure. Um. All right. Now let's make our uh, well again real quick. This was an emergency podcast right here because we wanted everybody to get in the, in here. Um. DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. You throw down $5 on the NCAA tournament games. You get $200 in free plays if your team wins. New customers only. Now, I think that you should absolutely bet on Arizona. You know what? If you're a new customer only, why wouldn't you bet on Arizona? You back the A and you get money in the process. It's that simple. Jason Shear backs the A. I back the A. We're about to find out how far each of us do back the A, though, come tournament time. But uh, again, DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Big shout out to my guy, Matthew Bothwell. All right, Mike, got to head out now. Night, everyone. Hope everyone has a great week. See you next time. One of the coolest dudes you will ever meet. Okay. Before we get to our predictions here, and we'll have Shear on before, so he reserved the right to change his predictions. But Umar Ballo, we need to talk about this man. We do. Set an end Arizona Pac-12 tournament record for shot blocks, and you watch him, he dunks everything. There was a woman that uh, was walking by when he got like his fourth block, and, and she says, my, that man is large. <laughs> Dude, people, it's funny. Even when you watch him on TV, it doesn't really do him justice just how big this dude is. Yeah, you gotta see you gotta see him up close, stand next to him. He is a a very and what's funny is he's like a very large human being and just the nicest. Petty do you think that Zaga had any clue how good he was, or was it just yeah. one of those situations where so many guys were on Gonzaga that were good that it was easy to get lost in the shuffle? I think he got lost, and Tommy said before he kind of just struggled at Gonzaga, but like you got Drew Timmy, then you got you're bringing in Chet, and you got other options as well, and he kind of got lost in the shuffle and. I mean, you look at him early in the season, he was a non-option. And now all of a sudden, he's really, really good. All right. So now, let's get into our, as I'm looking at my bracket that I actually came up with, let's come up with our final four picks and our national championship pick. By the way, Chad McDonald's is, uh, Umar Ballo's mother now, by the way, likes every single thing that I post on Facebook, Twitter. So again, 
don't hate. Just know that you got to step your game up to be on the level that I am with Umar Ballo's mom liking everything I'm posting there, Sheer. I see you jealous. Okay. Let's uh, let's talk Arizona's region first. I assume that we both like Arizona and legitimately to come out of this region. Yeah. I mean, there's difficult games. I have Arizona beating Tennessee, but yeah, I it right. would obviously be an upset. Okay. Midwest. We I got Kansas, you but I do have an ups I do have an upset in this region though. Are you going with everybody else's upset? USC? Oh no. Everyone's picking South Dakota State over Providence. Hold on a second. No, I, I wrote this wrong. I actually think I think I think Auburn absolutely I think Auburn absolutely actually gets upset there in the second round. To USC? I do. I don't even think USC beats Miami. You don't go with them beating Miami? Well, you don't like Andy Enfield. I don't. And I think offense beats defense. Will you be will you be uh will you apologize if Andy Enfield wins? Answer me this. When was the last time USC played well? Against Arizona and McHale, how long ago was that? It was. It was. It, it was this year. <laughs> That's what I was like. Boy, you're going back oh. a month. You know, well, they certainly didn't play well when they rematched Arizona. I'll, no. I will. I'll put it to you like that. Fine, whatever. Everybody's bagging it on me right now. USC doesn't seem ready. Whatever, whatever. You guys all don't like Andy this Enfield. Is a big game. This might be the biggest game of the first round for Mike and I. Oh no, it, this is going to be a huge one. Okay, now let's go to let's go to the West right here. I am not going chalk right here. I'm going to get a lot of yeah. A lot of people are going to bash me. You know what? I hope I'm wrong on this one. You picked Arkansas, right? Uh, well, no, I do pick. I did pick Arkansas to uh, uh, advance to the Elite Eight, but I have Duke coming out. I have Duke coming out of that region. Yeah, Duke. This is like going to be the typical Duke story, where like they they play like crap, and then they get on a hot streak and Coach K, and, and they're going to get every benefit of the doubt from the officiating. Everything. That's what people aren't factoring in here. I I went chalk. I went Gonzaga. I don't think Duke matches up very well. I know they already played, but I think at this time of year, uh, it's a different matchup. Why don't they match up? I just think this. I, I think Chet and the overall the team is much different than they were earlier this season when they played. I, they match up. I just think that Gonzaga is the better team. And because I said that, it'll probably be Arkansas, Texas Tech, and the Elite Eight. You're not a, you're not a big uh, Mark Williams fan, though, either, are I'm you? A, no, he's, defensively, I am. Right, so, okay. Like, coolest matchup in that region in the first round. I'm going with a different one. Or no, it'd, be, it'd be the second round. If Alabama can play Texas Tech in the second round, in San Diego, that's a, that's a cool matchup. Because it's a by the way, some play. people are mean. Mike, you got Crete in the Final Four. They made the NIT. By the way, Oregon or Utah State. That's the matchup at Utah State, and it's at. Oh, I like Utah State. I think Oregon's quit, dude. I think or I I love Utah State in that one. There you go. All right, so then now in the East, who you got? Uh, I went Baylor. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. And by the way, Sheer, this is another apology Sheer needs to make. Shear was not a Scott Drew fan. He came around on yeah. Scott Drew like he will around Andy Enfield. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, I, I When I take another look at it, things are going to change because I think I went too much chalk. I think it took all the one seeds, which isn't going to happen. Uh, but I like Baylor over Kentucky. I think it's going to be Baylor or Kentucky in my opinion. All right. I'm going, UC, I'm going UCLA out of that region. I got two teams. Not only am I backing the A, I'm backing the pack. So I got two I got two Pac-12 teams in the final four right there. Not actually crazy talk though, Sheer. No, it's very, very possible. 
All right. And then who you got cutting down the nets? I actually do have Arizona cutting down the nets. I'm back in the eight of the fullest. I do too, and I don't feel comfortable about it. Arizona versus Gonzaga, which would just be you that, guess, that writes itself. Yeah. Yeah. It would be just unreal. I mean, there's a lot of matchups like Arizona, Kentucky rematch. Unreal. All right, guys. Blah, blah, blah. I've gotten about five hours of sleep in the last four days. Um, It's showing. Um, I need to go to sleep. I need to talk with Bruno. Again, go to GoPHNX. Get the membership. Uh, All the best stuff going on. Hit subscribe. And, oh, yeah, by the way, Jason Shear, where can they find you? Because Jason Shear has a lot of good insider information. WildcatAuthority.com and at Jason Shear on Twitter. 50% off for another 24 hours. And Jason is a very active man on Twitter. Jason brought me kicking and screaming into the Twitter world. And you know what? The Twitter world is better for it. Well, we're all better for it. All right, everybody out there, really appreciate you. On a serious note, I am exhausted. I need to go to bed now. But for Jason Shear, I'm Mike Luke. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.